start in Virasana, or Hero's Pose. Bring your knees together, angle your shins apart, point your toes, and bring uh, height underneath the hips. Take the flesh of your buttocks, draw it back and apart, and then situate your, um, your sits bones into whatever height or padding they are resting on. And then if, uh, if the initial shape that you've chosen is causing any knee pain, then, uh, you know, readjust. As we will be here for a few minutes, uh, create a posture that is supportive of um, this idea of moving inward. So if you are uh, uncomfortable or um, unduly <laughs> or, uh, um, very distracted by any area of the body in this shape, I encourage you to find a more supportive position. Take the hands to the thighs, close the eyes, and with compassion, invite yourself into this space. Into this moment, into the unique perspective of your body today. Scan the, your physical being. Scan the body for areas of discomfort or tension. Pain, soreness. Consider that those sensations might be a call for attention or a call for change. call for further modification of the shape. You might also consider just sitting with those discomforts for a moment. Perhaps part of that any discomfort that you're feeling is an unconscious gripping, something that could potentially just be loosened through breath and attention. This idea of movement of energy or prana throughout the being, throughout the physical embodiment.
Feel the spaces where your body is touching the surfaces beneath you. Establish a connection between your body and the earth. And one way I like to do this is considering the idea of roots growing from the lower body into the earth. And then from that system of roots, drawing from the earth and growing tall. Lengthening along the spine and lifting through the crown of the head. You might additionally pull the shoulders up towards the ears to actively lengthen the sides of the body before looping the shoulder blades together behind the heart and settling the shoulder blades down the back of the chest. Turn attention to breath. And immediately by turning attention there, you might notice the, um, the tendency or the proclivity to modify the breath. So that idea of as we, know, as we bring the unconscious conscious, our immediate reaction is to take control, to change it. Is it possible for a few breaths to look without, without intervening? As many things in yoga, easier said than done. Now begin to consciously Deepen and slow down your breathing pattern. Breathe in and out through the nostrils, if possible. And you may transition to the practice of ujjayi pranayama by drawing in a gentle contraction at the back of the throat. This will give a sound to the breath. I like to think of that sound as a soundtrack to this breath meditation, to this turning of the senses inward. As you breathe, as you engage with the breath, again, an opportunity to consider this um, idea of 
each moment having a unique perspective so that each breath each breath is new also um, this is the concept of uh, approaching the practice with a beginner's mind and in a way we are always beginning Breathe three more rounds of breath. Letting your consciousness ride the wave of each breath. The swell of each inhale. The ebb of each exhale. Upon completion of those three breaths, please bring your palms together in front of your heart. We will chant Om three times before beginning the, movement, the moving practice. Please chant along if you feel comfortable doing so. Exhale. And inhale for Om. to your heart, release your palms to your thighs, and then slowly lift your head as you open your eyes. Okay, we'll come forward out of the Virasana position, place any props off to the side, and let's start into our cat and cow shapes. From tabletop, inhale, belly and chest down, tailbone and gaze, lift into the cow, 
and exhale as you round the spine, chin to chest, tailbone towards the floor, belly button towards the ceiling, push the floor away to open up the upper back in cat, and continue to move through these two shapes with synchronization of breath and movement. So uh, this is a place where I um, often remind, <laughs> often remind us that uh, we have a new perspective on the spine. So um, listen to the uh, sensations being created by these shapes, by the movement between cat and cow, and recognize that there may be something new to see, something new to hear, a new perspective with which to see and hear those things. Then how do you proceed with this, proceed <laughs> with uh, this information that you are beginning to gather? Do you uh, continue with the cat and cows? Do you pause in one shape or the other? Do you make further modifications to the movements? to address specific issues that you're experiencing in your body at this moment. And let's come back to a neutral spine. Place the right hand below the face, left hand to the back of the skull. Inhale, open the chest towards the left, gaze and elbow up. Exhale and round in, elbow towards the wrist. Inhale, open left. And exhale, curl in, that's two. Inhale, open left. Exhale, curl in, that's three. Inhale, open left. Exhale, curl in, four. Inhale, open left. And exhale, curl in five. Place the left hand below the face, right hand to the back of the skull. Inhale, open up. Exhale, curl in. Inhale, open the chest. Exhale, curl in two. Inhale, open. Exhale, elbow in. Inhale, open up four. Exhale, curl in. Last one, inhale, open. And exhale, close it down. And we're gonna take the knees a little wider apart. Mine already were wider apart, but uh, take your knees almost as wide as the mat. And we're gonna come into a variation of twisted child's pose. So take your left hand, thread it between the knees, landing the back of the left shoulder and the left side of the head on the mat. Reach back for the calf, the ankle, or even the heel. And then once you have a grip on the leg, place your right foot, or place your right hand down, and then revolve your left, your right shoulder towards the left. Push the knees down and maybe slightly or uh, less, more than slightly, shift the hips from right to left. So the amount of the hips shift from right to left, the strength with which you push the right hand into the mat are going to be variables in your, in your uh, 
chosen expression of the shape. So as you, um, as you continue the practice, as you create these uh, relation, as you create relationships to these poses, again, there's this idea of the perspective, the relationship, the, um, the, <laughs> the circumstances of your practice always changing. And that uh, brings to mind the idea of non-attachment, which I, is a, a big focus for me in my practice. A big, um, a big, uh, a big theme, and uh, so with uh, as you approach these shapes, rather than thinking being attached to the idea of how they are practiced, how the poses look, uh, as we in, in try to embody this idea of a beginner's mind, uh, we see that. Um, the experience is always changing. And maybe not always in the way that we anticipate. Come back to center and we'll do the second side. Right arm threads between the knees. Take hold of the calf, ankle, heel. Right uh, shoulder, right side of the head to the floor. Left fingertips might tent up, and then gripping the leg, push the left hand into the floor, shifting the left shoulder to the right, knees down, shifting the right, the hips to the right, a little or a lot. So arrive in this moment, in this pose. What is this action, what is this shape bringing up in your, in your physical experience? Where is their sensation? What is the sensation? Where might you push further to expand the boundary? Where might you uh, draw back to, uh, to protect? Let's come back to tabletop. Walk the knees back. Tilt the tailbone up as though doing cow pose in the low back. With the toes tucked under, look forward and start to reach forward. Perhaps the hands uh, incrementally extend forward. Press the fingerprints down. Root down through the knuckles. Lift the wrists. Lift the outer armpits away from the floor and reach the chin forward. So you're going to open up the throat, chin melts towards the floor, heart, sternum, sink earthward, shoulder blades uh, strongly on the back, so you may feel uh, the strength, the contraction of the shoulder blades drawing in. You might feel uh, an expansiveness across the backside of your pelvis. You might focus on the inner thighs rolling 
back towards the wall behind you and then spreading gently apart. And then slide forward onto your stomach. Chin on the floor. Lengthen the legs back one at a time. Once, twice. Get those legs long. Place the feet hip-width distance apart. With the toes pointed, press the tops of the feet into the mat. Tone the muscles of the legs so the kneecaps pull in and up. Lengthen back through the tailbone. Scoop it forward so the front of the pelvis grounds uh, into the mat. Interlace your fingers behind your back and note what thumb is in front. Point your elbows towards the ceiling, shrugging your shoulder blades together behind your heart. And then as you inhale next, reach your knuckles back, lengthen your arms, lift your chin and chest, expanding your heart forward. Collarbones broad. Feet continue to ground for this first one. First uh, belly down back bend. Crown of the head lifts. Continue to breathe. You might take note of any uh, expression in the face. Consider that that might be some insight into how you're experiencing the pose. Do you want to keep that expression? Do you want to soften it? Do you want to turn that frown upside down? <laughs> okay, a couple more breaths here. Feel the strength of the back body lifting and opening the chest. And as you're ready, release down. Unlace the fingers, head to the arm bones forward, arms heavy at your sides, right cheek to the floor. Gaze to the left, perhaps uh, focusing on the edge of your mat or even closing the eyes. Big toes touch, heels widen apart. And arrive in this moment. So in this moment, there is a residual energy residual um, uh, physical uh, sensation from the previous effort. So we can uh, reflect on the immediate aftermath of the effort of that belly down back bend shape. moment. Uh, trust, recognize, and release into the support of the earth beneath you. Okay, and then it changes. Chin back to the floor, point the toes, squeeze the inner legs together. Tone the muscles of the legs. Keep the feet grounded for now as the kneecaps draw in and up. Did anybody else forget what thumb they had in front before? <laughs> if you didn't forget, then place the opposite thumb in front. Elbows towards the ceiling, shoulder blades on the back. And now, inhale to peel the chin and chest, feet and thighs away from the floor. Lengthen back through the knuckles. Reach back through the toes. Extend back through the tailbone. And then extend forward with the heart. Lift through the crown of the head. 
Again, notice um, resistance in the face. <laughs> what, is, uh, what is being expressed there might reveal how you're experiencing this moment. And as you're ready, let it go. Left cheek to the floor, arms at the sides. Release the arms forward, big toes touch, heels widen apart, head heavy, neck soft, upper back broad, big toes together, lower back broad. Return to the breath to bring you back to the present moment. And then again, there's this idea that this uh, the experience of this moment has the residue of the effort put into the backbend shape that we just did. But there is a, <laughs> there is a um, perhaps lighter residue of the shape that came before that and the shape that came before that, the moment before that, the moment before that. So we're always building, we're always changing. Chin to the floor, tuck the toes, tone the muscles of the legs, lengthen back through the heel, lengthen back through the tailbone, and then bring the hands to either side of the rib cage. Elbows up, shoulder blades on the back, exhale and push up to plank position. Inhale in your plank, shoulders lined with hips, hips lined with heels, and if uh, this does not feel supportive enough for it with the arms, then you might uh, modify this shape by coming down onto the knees. Hold in plank. Again, opportunity to check in with the face. What's the face reflecting about your experience in this moment? By noticing that, potentially by changing that, might you change the experience? So we go from the inside out, but we can also go from the outside in. Press the hips up and back into downward facing dog. Get acquainted with your dog. Walk it out. Bend one knee, reach the opposite hip up and back. Lengthening along the back of the straight leg. And walk your dog side to side quickly or slowly. Again, first dog again. Not again. First dog in the practice. As I often say though, this is a a chance to get acquainted. As, as you have uh, likely come to this shape before, come today with beginner's mind. Recognize that the circumstances surrounding today's practice are a brand new ball game. Hands forward and down, hips up and back, and we'll do our first set of five push-ups. Inhale forward to plank. All of this can be done on the knees. Exhale, lower down with control. Inhale, press back up. Exhale, back to down dog. Four more, first set. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back two. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back three. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back four. Last one, first set. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press, exhale, hips lead you up and back, right foot towards center, left leg lifts, 
three-legged dog. Push the hands down and forward. Push the hips up and back. Lift with the strength of the left inner thigh so that the hips remain at an even level. You might let the right heel melt more deeply towards the floor as you actively engage along the front of the right leg. Look to the top of the mat, and as you're ready, lunge the left foot forward. Find some blocks. If you have them, place them on either side of the front foot, coming into the low lunge, or medium lunge maybe, because the knee is still up. Lift through the back inner thigh, reach through the heel, chest forward, collarbones broad. And we're gonna move from this lunge into a modified side angle pose. So bring the block to the outside of the left ankle. Keep the left hand on the block and you might change the height of the block underneath the left hand. Widen the left leg into the left arm and then look back at the right foot. Turn the right heel to the floor, possibly turning the toes slightly forward or the outside of the foot can come parallel to the back edge of the mat. I'm gonna try mine with slightly turned forward today. Bend deeply into the front knee. Widen the leg into the arm, hug the arm into the leg as you sweep the right arm to the sky. So one thing that tends to happen here is you kind of lose some, uh, you lose some length from the um, left shoulder to the left ear. So lengthen the left side of the neck by pushing the left elbow down, lifting the left side of the ribcage up. Tone the right leg, ground through the outside edge of the right foot. Look up, reach up. Again, arrive. Arrive in this unique moment. Look down, hand back to the block, right hand back to the block, right heel lifted. Step the back foot forward a few inches, maybe uh, more than a few, maybe eight eight inches perhaps, uh, right toes turn forward, and then straighten the left leg. Come into a pyramid pose, hands on the blocks, uh, lift the chest parallel to the floor, draw the chest forward, lengthening along the front of the torso, and then possibly walking the hands forward, fold over the front leg. So rounding the spine, chin to chest, forehead towards or to the knee, Left outer hip crease draws back, right outer hip wraps forward. Breathe here. Notice what you're experiencing, where you're experiencing it. Transition back to the lunge. Take the hands off, the blocks off to the side. Plant the hands. Send it back. Walk into your dog. Reacquaint with the dog. Possibly give it another quick walk. And we'll move into our second set of five push-ups. Inhale forward. Exhale lower. Inhale press. Exhale hips up and back down dog one. Inhale forward. Exhale lower. Inhale to plank, exhale back, downward facing dog two. Inhale forward, exhale lower, inhale press, exhale back three. 
Inhale forward, exhale lower. Inhale, press, exhale back four. Last one, first set. Inhale forward, exhale lower. Inhale, press, exhale back five. Left foot towards center, right leg lifts straight up and back. Hands push down and forward, hips reach up and back. Release the weight of your head, maybe even look towards your right toes. Wrap your right outer hip down, lift through your right inner thigh, release the left heel down as you engage the front of the left leg, try to diminish the crease of the front of your left ankle. And then look forward and long stride. Lunge the right foot between the hands, set the hands up on blocks. Come into the lunge, get acquainted with the lunge, reacquaint with breath. Each next breath, more air into the lungs with the inhale, more air out of the lungs with the exhale. Right hand to the block at the outside of the right ankle. Choose the setting of the block. Widen the arm into the leg, widen the leg into the arm, hug the arm into the leg. Look back at the left foot, turn the left heel to the floor. Sweep the left arm to the sky. Revolve the right ribs towards the left wall. Look up, reach up. Tone the left leg, ground through the outer edge of the left foot. Lift into the kneecap. Look up. Again, notice if the, right, the head is kind of scrunched up towards the right shoulder. Push down into the block and expand the right side of the neck. Look down, hands back to blocks, hips square forward once again, step the back foot forward, angle the toes towards the top left corner of the mat, try to bring the outside edge and the heel of the left foot towards or to the floor. Draw the chin and chest forward as you pull the right hip back, lift into the right kneecap, and then drape the length of your torso over the right leg in pyramid pose. Hands might walk forward with the blocks as you round the upper back. Breath bringing you back to the body, back to the present moment. Bend the right knee, place the blocks off to the side, step back, downward dog, and final set of three push-ups. Inhale, forward to plank, exhale, lower, inhale, press, exhale, back one. Inhale, forward, exhale, lower, inhale, press, exhale, back two. Inhale, forward, exhale, lower, inhale, press, exhale, back three. Inhale forward, exhale lower, inhale press, exhale back four. Last one with modification. Inhale forward, exhale lower, chaturanga, roll over the feet, press the hands down, straighten the arms, roll the shoulders back, lift the hips up, lift the kneecaps up, 
Upward facing dog. And then roll over the toes, hips up and back, downward facing dog. And let's take itty bitty baby steps towards the top of the mat, pushing each heel down into the floor with each little step, shifting the hips widely from side to side, being on this journey now. And as you arrive at the top of your mat, step the feet hip-width distance apart, create a broad base with the feet, and then bend the knees, rest the torso on the thighs, let the upper body hang forward in a ragdoll position. Take hold of opposite wrists, forearms or biceps. Arms might sway from side to side, hips might sway from side to side. Weight might shift from front to back, left to right. Maybe some movement in the head is helpful for releasing, identifying and releasing tension along the neck. As we turn in this way, as we fold into our own bodies, uh, the back body is awakened. So recognize sensation along the back of the body. Where is it? How might you describe it if you were, um, if you were asked to? And in bringing adjectives, bringing description to your experience, uh, is, that, is that synonymous with evaluation? And is... Evaluation synonymous with attachment. I'm not sure. <laughs> so a lot of paradox in yoga, which I uh, have only begun to learn to embrace. Fingertips to the floor or to a block in front of you. Push the, hip, the feet down, lift the hips up, lengthen along the back of the legs as you tone and lift along the front of the legs. Crown of the head reaches down, elbows might start to bend out to either side of the room. Again, keep the sides of the neck long by pulling the shoulders up away from the ears. And then keeping the legs and hips as they are, bring the fingertips to the shins, straighten the elbows, extend the chest forward, shoulder blades on the back. Exhale and fold in. Inhale, sweep your arms out, up and overhead, reach up as you look up and exhale. Hands through heart center, arms to your sides, stand, arrive in Tadasana, mountain pose. Arms at your sides, shoulders roll back, palms face forward. There might be some, um, some <laughs> reorientation that's happening here as you come from a forward fold to a standing position. Get acquainted with your, your uh, legs beneath you, your spine growing tall once again, the crown of the head reaching up. Opportunity to reconnect with the breath, reconnect with the present moment, reflect on any expression that uh, might unconsciously uh, appear on the face. And 
Reach the arms overhead with an inhale, interlace the fingers, and turn the palms skyward. Feel the resistance or the support of the earth beneath you. Push into the earth through the feet. And as you push down, um, let that energy of that downward energy recoil up the body, up through the heels of the hands. Imagine a um, surface coming down into your hands. Push into that imaginary surface. So there's, there's strength in the pushing, but there's also expansion. Again, paradox of expansion and contraction happening simultaneously. Release the arms down, and we are going to, again today, if you were here yesterday, we're going to, again today, do some C salutations. So if you haven't done this with me before, or never done this, um, this flow before, then it might be helpful just to watch the first time. So um, I might change it up a little bit from uh, how we did it yesterday. I'm just, I think I'll take, uh, yesterday I did a um, half lift uh, be before we rolled back and after we rolled back, and I think I'll take the second half lift out of it. So just a minor modification for those of you paying attention. Push down through the feet, stand in Tadasana, inhale, arm sweep overhead, exhale to fold forward, fingertips to the floor or a block. Inhale, fingertips to the shins, halfway lift, and exhale, walk your hands back, sink your hips down into an imaginary chair, weight shifts to the heels. Look forward, inhale, reach forward, half chair, exhale, sink the hips down, swing the legs overhead, and with momentum, inhale, come back up, half chair. That can be tricky. Exhale, hips high, head low, hands down. Inhale, sweep the arms out, up, and overhead. Exhale, back to Tadasana. That's one, we'll do two more. Inhale, sweep the arms up. Exhale, flow forward. Inhale, lift halfway. Exhale, sink the hips into the chair. Inhale, arms forward, waistline back. Exhale, melt the hips, swing the legs. Inhale, momentum coming forward up into half chair. Exhale, hips high, head low. Inhale, rise up. Exhale back through Tadasana. Last one. Inhale, reach up. Exhale, flow forward. Inhale, lift halfway. Exhale, sit in your chair. Inhale, arms forward, waist back. Exhale, hips low, swing the legs. Inhale, swing forward, half chair. Exhale, hips high, head low. Inhale, half lift. Exhale, flow forward. Inhale, rise to stand, push down, reach up. Exhale, hands through heart center, arms to your sides. Back to the mountain. <laughs> Back to the mountain. You might close your eyes or soften your gaze. You might again consider this uh, idea of resonant energy or the, uh, the residual energy moving through your body. 
as a result of what you have just done, as a result of everything that has happened up to this point. Don't miss this moment. Engage with the next breath. Ride the, the swell of the inhale, the ebb of the exhale. Okay, we are going to again practice shoulder stand today. Um, I'm surprising myself here with uh, how well the time is working out. So we are going to um, bring the mat to a wall. And before going up into shoulder stand, we're going to practice uh, a bridge pose. So yesterday we did a supported bridge uh, just for, because this class is 15 minutes shorter than yesterday's class, I am going to um, cut out the supported bridge today. So um, coming down onto your back, bend the knees, bring the heels in towards the hips, and place the feet parallel to one another. If you have a block, place it at its lowest setting between the thighs. Squeeze the block with the thighs. And then with your fingertips, push into the block, pushing it away from you. So think about this movement of the inner thighs downward as the outer hips lift. So there's this tendency as we come up into uh, um, the bridge pose. So <laughs> kind of tuck the tailbone uh, and feel how, uh, and lift the lower, the lower back away from the floor and feel how the block pushes towards you when you do that. And then uh, consider that we're trying to uh, not make the tailbone the highest point of the pose, but making the, the hips, the outer hips, uh, the pelvic crest, uh, the front of the pelvis higher than the, uh, the highest point of the pose. So that's a little complicated, but <laughs> something to think about. Uh, so press into the feet, lift the hips up. Again, think about extruding or pushing the block downwards, trying to move the inner thighs down as the hips lift. So obviously they're lifting up, but there's this movement of them going downwards so the tailbone lengthens rather than, um, rather than lifts at a higher rate than the rest of the, uh, the hips. Okay. <laughs> TMI, interlace your fingers behind your back, tuck your shoulder blades underneath your chest, feel the upper back muscles contract as the upper uh, spine lifts away from the floor. So you're tucking the shoulder blades down so that this is, uh, this, the upper back is being supported on the arms, the shoulders, and the back of the head. The lower body is being supported by the feet and the, onto the floor, and then Notice your experience of the pose as you are in it. You might tilt the chin slightly to the chest as the back of the neck lengthens. Look down the front line of the body if possible. Is one side of the pose noticeably shorter or lower than the other side? And that might be good information. Sometimes we glean information from the expression of the pose. Sometimes we look at the outside to, ref to uh, gain insight into what's happening on the inside. 
So if one side is lower or shorter, how do you address that information? How do you seek balance? Is it possible to attempt to breathe into the lung of the shorter side of the pose? Okay, come on down. Untuck the shoulders. Remove the block if you have it. You might take the feet wider apart, lengthen the tailbone, let the knees fall towards one another or together. Opportunity to arrive again with the breath. That notion of the earth supporting you. That notion that there is a residual energy of the previous pose that can be reflected upon in this moment. Just to not exhaust the shoulders, we're going to move, um, we're not going to do any more um, bridge pose, but we'll come straight up into shoulder stand. So uh, lift the feet, cup the knees without pulling them in towards the chest. Push the knees into the hands, and then draw yourself up if that is, uh, if that's accessible. Okay, so uh, I talked yesterday about, I talked last week, I talked yesterday about uh, shoulder stand and um, how there are, uh, there are a couple different um, mainstream, <laughs> there are a couple different mainstream approaches to this, and there are probably a myriad of other approaches to this that I'm not aware of. But um, I was uh, initiated into this pose uh, from the Iyengar tradition, and uh, that tradition was very support, this very, uh, pr it promotes uh, the use of props. So uh, I demonstrated last week with the use of two blankets. Um, you could even use three blankets, four blankets underneath the shoulders. I also demonstrated the use of a strap around the upper arms. So if you have done that before and that is a comfortable avenue for you into this shape, um, then you might choose to keep going with that. Like you might keep dedicating yourself to a practice of the shape from that perspective. And, you know, you can practice something the same way and it can continue, the idea is that it can continue to expand and offer new, new meaning, new experience. Um, I am going to uh, attempt uh, a less, um, <laughs> the path, what's it called? The, the, uh, the road less traveled. Um, and take uh, what I was told was more of a Ashtanga approach to the um, shoulder stand and just come up into it without any props. But either way, we're going to first come to Halasana. And I like to use the wall for Halasana. Again, that's in a tradition of using props. Uh, so I'm going to lie on my back with my head facing the wall, arms to my sides, tuck my knees into my chest, lifting my tailbone up off of the floor, and then either kind of using some momentum to swing my legs to the wall, and I realize I'm too close to the wall, using some, some momentum, hands pushing down to swing my legs to the wall, or taking my, uh, my, my backside in my hands and pushing my hips to the wall. So either way, I'm coming up into this um, halasana position or plow pose with my hips up and uh, my head 
then my shoulder, my chin tucked in towards my chest, and my arms uh, reaching back. Um, okay, so this is uh, inversion all uh, all on its own, and uh, for my understanding of shoulder stand is that uh, we tuck the shoulders much as we do um, for bridge pose. So I'm going to take that same interlace of my fingers and I'm going to walk my shoulders underneath my upper back so that now I am supported on my shoulders and not the vertebra of my upper back. So uh, now I'm straightening my legs, lifting my hips, looking down towards my chest, maybe up towards the belly button, and I'm going to bring my hands up my back. Fingertips pointing up towards my hips. Walk my feet up the wall and then take my legs away from the wall, coming up into a shoulder stand. And what I immediately notice in um, this expression of the pose, as opposed to the uh, use of the, sh the, the blankets, is that um, my hips are further back. So my hips are less, it's harder to get my hips over my shoulders with this for me. Um, so that's something, uh, that's a different way to work on it. Um, <laughs> thighs back, pelvis forward, toes lengthen up. And this is a pose um, like headstand that uh, we might work on a longer hold. So, um, you might be already feel, be feeling fatigued in this shape, unable to safely uh, maintain this posture. If that's the case, you can bring the feet to the wall. You can do that um, and come back. You can take a rest in Halasana and come back up. You can focus more on Halasana. again coming back to this idea of perspective so um, perhaps you are trying shoulder stand in a new way or even for the first time but if you're trying it uh, a different way that you've done it in the past and maybe you are maybe you feel attachment or loyalty or just a, a deeper sense of comfort with doing things in the <laughs> in the other way or maybe you're like whoa this is way better how did I not know about this? So uh, either way, I think there's this idea of approaching um, ourselves with compassion and recognizing that uh, we, can, we can only move forward from this moment. And I think, uh, my opinion is that um, it's helpful to have compassion for ourselves in this moment um, so that, and so that we, um, I think it's easier to move forward from compassion than um, from shame. That's, that's my perspective. <laughs> okay, feet to the wall. <laughs> and <laughs> come on down. Sorry if I was um, rattling on and keeping you out of your 
uh, your experience, but let's come down out of the shape, moving through halasana and then bringing the legs all the way down. You might bend the knees, let the knees fall to bend the knees, let the knees fall together, extend the legs straight. Arms might be overhead or arms at your sides. And again, an opportunity to just uh, reflect on that residual energy. The immediate aftermath of that action. Take the arms to the sides, palms face one another, fingers spread. You can either keep the knees bent or extend the legs straight as we move into fish pose. Push the elbows down, lift the chest up, arc the upper back. Maybe bring the crown of the head towards or to the floor. Opening up the throat. And then tuck the chin, lower the chest. Okay, come back to your original orientation in the room if you if you'd like. So come away from the wall. And we'll do a little bit of core work uh, before we start to wind down. Okay, take the arms out like a T as you lie on your back. Uh, get that soft, squishy, or get your block and place it at its lowest setting between the thighs. I'm rem- I was saying soft, squishy because I'm reminding myself how much harder this is to do with the um, cork block because <laughs> it's so much heavier. Okay, squeeze the legs in, uh, tuck the tailbone up, drawing the belly button in towards the spine, and as you exhale, lower the knees at a 45 degree angle to the left, keeping the right ribs, right shoulder, abdomen shifting from left to right. Notice expression in the face. Turn that frown upside down. I'm going to say it again, doubling down on that expression. Inhale, come back to center. Release the hips down for a moment, and then tuck the tailbone. Exhale, knees at an angle to the right. Left shoulder, left ribs down. Squeeze the block. Expression on the face. Grimace much. And then inhale back to center. Release the hips down. Inhale to tuck. Exhale to lower the knees to the left. Option to stay here or extend the legs straight. Push through the feet. Draw back through the right shoulder, back towards the floor. Belly button in towards the spine. Five, four, three, two, one. Keep the legs straight or bend the knees to come back to center. Release the hips down. Tuck the hips up. Exhale, knees to the right. Either choose to stay here, left shoulder rolling back, or extend the legs straight. Push out through the feet, squeeze the block. Hold. Five, four, three, Two, one, straight legs or bent knees back to center. <laughs> Take some little uh, circles or ellipses with the knees in one direction and the other. 
and then remove the block. Okay. Arms to your sides, squeeze the legs, inhale to lift the legs to 90 degrees. Uh, arms towards the ceiling, reach up, tuck the tailbone, curl the chin and chest away from the floor, or chin towards the chest, head and shoulders away from the floor, less of the back body on the floor, push the soles of the feet into the sky, squeeze the legs, and then exhale, let the left leg go down, arms reach out to the right at an angle to the outside of the right leg. Inhale back to center, scoop the tailbone, exhale, right leg down, reach left. Inhale, center, scoop the tailbone, exhale, lower left leg, reach right. Inhale, center, scoop, exhale, lower right, reach left. Inhale, center, scoop, exhale, lower left, reach right. Inhale, center, scoop, exhale, right leg down, reach left. Inhale, center, scoop. Exhale, left leg. Inhale, center, scoop. Exhale, right leg. Inhale, center, scoop. Reach, hold, soften the face, or at least recognize the face. Belly button towards the spine, less of the back body on the floor for five, four, three, two, one. Lower down, head and feet to the floor. Take the feet as wide as mat, arms again out to a T. Feel the support of the earth. <laughs> Good earth. Exhale, let the knees fall to the left. Inhale, draw them through center, and exhale, knees flow to the right. The ancient pose of windshield wipers. Back through center, exhale left. Inhale, center. Exhale, right. Inhale, center. Shift the hips, possibly an inch or two to the right before releasing the knees once again to the left. Stay here or hook the left ankle to the outside of the right thigh or knee. Letting the weight of the left leg pull the right inner thigh down. Option, if you have the space, extend the right arm over the right ear. Take hold of the right wrist with the left hand gently lengthen or pull the right side of the body long. Breathe the shape. Arrive in the moment. Release the wrist, Un <laughs> unhook, re-square, and then shift the hips an inch or two to the left before releasing the knees to the right. Hook the ankle to the outside of the thigh. Take hold of the left wrist. Gently draw the left side of the body long, release the weight of the legs down. Arrive with breath and body. Don't miss this.
unhook, re-square, gently draw the knees in, and up towards the armpits. Take hold of the outside edges of the feet, and shift side to side in happy baby. Draw the knee down to one side of the rib cage, and rock to the other side. Inner feet together. Take the fingers around the outer edges of the feet, widen the knees apart, flatten the low back against the floor. Perhaps the pressure of the feet into the hands pulls the arms taut so that the heads of the arm bones curl gently away from the floor. Back of the head resting down. And finally, bring it in for a self-hug. Knees together, squeeze the thighs, draw the thighs into the chest, wrap your arms around the fronts of your legs. Chin to chest, forehead towards the knees, squeeze the legs in, round the spine. And then slowly lower to your back. Find a supportive shape for Savasana. So I find that giving this a little bit of time, giving this a, a little preparation, uh, really helps, helps to um, feel more uh, connection, feel more um, liberty, freedom to um, experience this release that is uh, Savasana, that is uh, corpse pose. So uh, whether that means uh, putting on some clothing or uh, finding a comfort item, setting yourself in a supported, uh, restorative shape, um, whatever that looks like, I encourage you to make, take those steps. As you arrive in your supported shape, you might uh, scan the body for expression. So is there a clench? of the abdomen, is there a um, furrow of the brow, a set of the jaw, tension, any action, let the attention move through those spaces, consider sending a message to the body, message of safety of um, 
opportunity to rest, option to soften, opportunity in these moments for reflection, for absorption of the energy of the practice in its entirety. Where have these actions this experience led you. Consider that beyond the physical components of the practice, there may be an emotional the mental residue of the practice. moments at the end of practice can sometimes be uh, very challenging. The, the concept, the invitation to reflect and observe, 
uh, might not know what that looks like or what that feels like or how to achieve that. this concept of coming to the self, arriving in the present moment with compassion. Draw more air in the lungs with the next inhale. Empty the lungs more completely with the next exhale. Reanimate fingers and toes. Let movements uh, travel to the wrists, the ankles, the arms and legs. Reawakening the physical being. Eventually bend the knees. Extend the left arm along the left ear and roll onto the left side of the body. Keep the eyes closed as you move through this fetal position. Transition to a seated pose. Root down to rise. Settle through the hips, grow tall along the spine. Bring hands together in front of the heart. Reconnect with breath. We'll chant Om one single time before ending uh, the practice. <laughs> Exhale. And inhale for Om.
Thank you all for your presence, your patience, and your uh, dedication to the practice. The light in me recognizes and bows to the light in each of you. Namaste.